Welcome to the Open Places Podcast, where we fill the gaps in our lives with true character. Today, we're going to hear from Wanda on the character quality of decisiveness. Let's listen in. God cannot build our character unless we're willing to cooperate. From the moment we are saved, God's plan is to grow us and mature us in our faith until we are complete. And a big part of growing in our faith is decisiveness. You see, God can't accomplish his goal in us unless we're all in, because he's not in the business of leaving people partially finished. In the book of Ephesians, in chapter 2, Paul outlined three works that are involved in the completion of a Christian's life. The first is the work that God does for us, which is salvation through Jesus Christ. The second is the work that God does in us, which is sanctification, the building of our character to become more like Jesus. And the third, the work that God does through us, which is the good works that God prepared in advance for us to do. God wants to build good character in us, but it all starts with us being being decisive because he will go only as far as we let him. One of the greatest gifts that God has given mankind is free will the gift of choice. We were given the ability and the freedom to make our own decisions and choices. He could have created us to be like his puppets or even robots, but he didn't. He made us to be in relationship with him. Now, while I am very grateful that I have the gift of making my own decisions, I'm also very aware of the sacrifices that come with this gift. Having the ability to decide for ourselves is a big responsibility and one that God takes very seriously. We spend most of our waking hours making routine choices like what time do I set my alarm for? What am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to wear? Will I get some some exercise in today? And so on. These types of decisions are so normal that we barely give them any thought because the likelihood of a negative impact from choosing incorrectly is very small. So then, why is decisiveness a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because our relationship with God literally depends on it. The cumulative choices that we make throughout our lifetime are either drawing us towards God or away from Him. The Spirit-led Christian is not supposed to compromise God's truth. Deciding to become a Christian and follow the Lord means setting aside everything that competes with Him. Do you know what happens when God's people are no longer decisive and begin to compromise? They become double-minded people. Being double-minded is so destructive that the Bible warns against it because God is not the author of confusion. His word is clear. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Double-mindedness is a mind and heart that has not surrendered to the Lord. It leads the believer to think that they are in good standing with the Lord when in fact they're not. He is deceived into thinking that surrendering certain parts of their life is acceptable, but that's a lie. God addresses the issue of double-mindedness in both the New and the Old Testament. In the book of Joshua, Joshua made it clear to God's people that they had to make a decision. There could be no neutrality, no double-mindedness. He was calling them to not commit the sin of idolatry. He issues this command. If serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Joshua was devoted and loyal to the Lord and demonstrated decisiveness when he said, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the story of Elijah and the 850 pagan prophets found in 1 Kings chapter 18, King Ahab was told by Elijah to summon all the people of Israel along with the 400 and 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah to Mount Carmel. 
The Lord sent Elijah with the purpose of not only exposing the false gods, but to also bring the double-minded people back to him. Verse 21 says, Elijah stood up in front of all the people and asked them, How long will you try and have it both ways? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal is God, follow him. The people didn't say a word. No one spoke. They were speechless. Why? They were struggling with double-mindedness. They had been straddling the fence, sometimes worshiping God and sometimes worshiping Baal, and God called them out on it. They were spiritually weak, lacking true conviction because they were trying to have it both ways, and their time was up. They had to pick a side. You see, a decisive person is determined, has no hesitation, and settles issues. While a double-minded person is insincere, can't be trusted because they're constantly wavering, they can't make definite decision, and they're marked by hypocrisy because they say one thing and do another. Double-minded people have conflicting desires and priorities. They have two minds that are always at a war with each other. They are unfulfilled because instead of being decisive and standing for something, they stand for anything. They have no loyalty. They follow whoever and whatever is giving them what they want in that moment. A double-minded Christian whose mind has not been renewed wants the protection, the provisions, and the blessing that the Lord promises, but also wants the freedoms to indulge in the carnal pleasures that the world offers. This is dangerous, and it's entirely rejected by God. It's like someone who wants the benefits and rewards of a healthy lifestyle while eating whatever he or she wants. We can't have it both ways. Pursuing one thing requires the abandonment of another. That's why Jesus made it clear. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. He also said, anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. The Bible makes it very clear. A double-minded person is unstable in everything they do, and that type of person should not expect anything from God. You see, God is not going to be mocked. He's not some storehouse that we get to shop in, get what we want and need, and then use it to serve our idols. God is a jealous God and does not share his glory with anyone. Exodus 25 says, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. Decisiveness is choosing to do what is right based on the right knowledge and the wisdom of the Lord. The will of God is for each and every one of us to choose him and him alone, but he will not drag us kicking and screaming to do it because he will never violate our freedom to choose. God wants his people to be decisive and confident in their decision to follow him. So how can you avoid the sin of double-mindedness? Well, it starts with deciding once and for all whom you're going to serve. Friendship with the world is hostility towards God. Whoever chooses to be a friend of the world renders himself an enemy of God. You seek his word for answers to your concerns and questions. Nothing outside of God's counsel can be trusted to keep you safe from double-mindedness. Remove the idols from your life and choose devotion to him and obedience to his word. Pursue what pleases him and flee from what doesn't. Trust God and let him lead you in all areas of your life. When he guides your path, he stays with you. And lastly, don't ask him for help and then choose to do whatever you want to do anyway. He has no obligation to clean up the messes you create outside of his will. Remember, God doesn't transform our lives all at once. It's a lifelong process. After all, we must still live in our sinful, corruptible bodies. This soul is immediately saved. However, the renewing of the mind and the subduing of the flesh takes time and requires decisiveness on our part. He's willing to help us. 
but he will only do what we allow him to do in us and through us. Decisive or double-mindedness? Which one are you? God knows. The question is, do you? I'm Wanda on this segment of Just Keeping It Real. Thanks for listening to today's Open Places podcast as we stay committed to repair, restore, and rebuild. As women, wives, and moms, we are standing with you to help see you grow.